Oh my god, dog. I am a motherfucking psychopath, dog. <laughs> it just dawned on me that I'm asshole naked right now. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Erica Badu. Her second album, Mama's Gone, just turned 20 years old. So salute to the motherfucking queen, dog. Hey, listening to a fucking Neil Soul album. While being naked on your bed and drinking a fucking malt liquor is fucking nuts. Ain't no oh, clearly I don't have anybody in the room with me now. <laughs> no guests today. Clearly, Baduism. Um, is Erica's best album, but Mama's Gun for me, man. It, I think it really solidified Erica's place in the in the music game. And every time I fucking talk over R and B, I always feel like I'm leaving a fucking voicemail. But um, this album really solidified her sound. I guess um, some people would say that she is the the first lady of neo soul even though a lot of neo soul artists in general hate the term neo soul because to be neo it means to be new and so it implies that soul music left in a sense you know so it's like calling it new soul like you what the fuck is new soul <laughs> you know what i mean like soul music is soul music um but that's another topic um fantastic fucking album through and through um by even looking at the track list just reminding man she had didn't you know on there she had um 82,000 orange moon green eyes like bag lady like she was in her motherfucking shit on this one man every time i hear didn't you know i always get mad that fucking friday night lights is not on streaming services Respect to the queen, man. Every time I think about, um, where I was doing at this time because on, on the last episode I was talking about um, music soul child and um, singing to my then girlfriend Sandra <laughs> singing to her window when I was 10 I was a sick little fucking 10 year old boy man I'm really thinking about this shit because I definitely was singing this shit to her window too <laughs> I'm 
Just imagine a 10 year old black boy in his front yard sitting there snapping his fingers <laughs> to this Mexican chick window, tumbo. Ooh, hey. Sick. fucking album man so we're gonna get some air horns to the queen um, and we're gonna always salute salute the motherfucking queens out there but anyways uh welcome to the if i let you tell the podcast episode 14 this is your fucking boy mike sesh right here um chilling i'm at the crib today um i don't have a guest today and um i'm appreciate you guys for for listening so we're going to try something a little different, though. You know, I might make some phone calls and see, you know, <laughs> just call people at fucking random and see what they say, see what they're doing. Um, but, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Please make sure that when you go on your streaming services, however you listen to this, whether it's on Apple, whether it's on Spotify, please remember to um, subscribe and, you know, share it with your folks if you fuck with it. Um you know, I'm just a nigga out here trying to, you know, figure it out. So, um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. This episode is giving me episode zero vibes because this is the first time I've recorded by myself. I mean, the second time I've recorded by myself. And um, it's a daunting fucking task to sit here and talk into a microphone in an empty room. <laughs> Butt ass naked. <laughs> Uh, it feels weird, man. Like I like having people in front of me and um, getting some type of discourse going, but you know we're gonna work with what we got. So um, I was actually hoping to have a guest today, but uh, the plans kind of went went left, and um, so you know nigga got to record somehow. So, um, but I will be back next week with 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 two guests. Um, so be on the lookout for that one. But anywho. Uh, one of my topics today, I wanted to get into Meg The Stallion. <laughs> Shout out Meg The Stallion. She just dropped her new album, Good News, um, this past Friday. Um, she says it's her first debut album. <laughs> her first debut album. What the fuck? She says it's her debut album. Um, I'm I'm not a big believer in, <laughs> in people just dropping projects and then all of a sudden deciding this is going to be their debut. But to each his own. Um, I'm a big Meg Thee Stallion fan. I, I've been a fan of her her previous uh, joints, her Fever Project, Sugar, Tina Snow. Um, you know, so she's she's an amazing lyricist out of Houston, Texas. You should already know who Meg Thee Stallion is by now. Like she's fucking found her way on all of our timelines with amazing fucking, uh, I mean, just an amazing presence. You know, what I mean, her charisma is through the fucking roof. A lot of confidence, and um definitely wishing her the best success in her fucking career so i'll say all that to say this i know that her music is not um it's not in my lane and when i say that is i know that she doesn't make music for my demographic she doesn't make music for men and does a lot to empower women through her through her music which is fucking amazing and it's dope so even when i make criticisms on her projects um, I'm listening kind of with a, a different type of ear because of the fact that um, I know it's not meant for me. So some shit, 
you know, I know a lot of women are going to fuck with a lot of the shit that I might not really care for because it's more of their lane. You know, it's things that make them feel some type of way, some type of empowerment. So, um, <clears throat> so, um, I'm going to just call it Spade is Spade, though. Sonically on this album, like, it, it's not my favorite Meg album, that's for sure. It, it, I guess it, it does its job, you know, in terms of um, showing how, how elite she is as far as rapping. But my problem with, with this project is I don't know what direction she was necessarily trying to go. Um, she started off swinging, you know, she started off real fucking, you know, real straight to the point with the shots fire joint where she, you know, obviously going at Tory Lanez. But um, it, it, for me, when I was listening to this, it was like, okay, I've seen this before already. Like, if you're calling something your debut album, I'm expecting that you have been sitting on some of these songs and you felt like they were good enough to go on a project that you're calling your debut album. And if I'm going to be completely honest, I feel like this album was it, it sounded mad rushed. Um, even some of her bars weren't really hitting like that. Um, but there was one song in particular that I, I felt like it was undeniable. This shit is by far the best song on the album. The song is called What's New. So here we go. Aye, aye. Look, better than your favorite bad bitch Turned the whole world into a savage middle Fingin' all of my pictures just to remind y'all I ain't having it, I'm the baddest bitch You wanna fight a body, put them in the booth I bet I'll take the title All of these hoes, my sheep married Had a little lamb, they was taking my This shit is hard And when I heard her, like, oh, she's dropping an album I expected her to have this type of firepower Like the whole fucking album But it just wasn't really there But You don't wanna sip this tea If I give you the dish, you might get in your business Tell her, hey, the fuck did I just say firepower? <laughs> I don't know how it feels to get my pussy beat <laughs> red. <laughs> yeah. That uh, that song is fucking great. Like that that showcase really like how fucking dope she is. So I guess um in speaking of this, I guess I probably should have like, you know, maybe a woman that really fucks with Meg's music to kind of like speak on it. So let me see if I can make a call real quick. Let's try that out. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with today? Nikki, you call my phone. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Are you talking about? (laughs) What's up, BZ? What's up? What the fuck are you outside by a train? Mind your business. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, the reason I was calling you is because um, I was talking about the Megan Thee Stallion album, so... I okay. Wanted, I just wanted to hear mm-hmm. your your opinion on it real quick. Okay. Since I'm not a woman, and since you're not a woman, and 
Yeah. It wasn't made for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's an album that's for everybody, but. Go ahead and admit that the album is ass. It is not ass. Wow. Goodbye. That is not. <laughs> this is a good album. Uh, I like the majority of the album, but it's been like, it's been years. Like, it's been a while since I like an album and like every single song. Mm-hmm. Not even my favorite artist. Do you think? Do you think if you like half the album, that it's a good album? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. You don't like every single song from an album, do you? No. From Fuck every no. album? Fuck no. But that's but what I'm saying more so is, if I if I hear, if I if half the joints I'm really rocking with, and the other half I'm not. I consider that album to be um, mid. <laughs> mid. I, I I think of it as it's 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 cool. It's average. It's cool. It's average. So you were saying that Megan the Stallions. I like Megan to- the Stallions album is mid. No, that album is ass. Oh wow! 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 wow. <laughs> that's that's that's, that's that's the difference of what I'm saying. It's not mid. It's ass. Um, if this is not me sh- trying to shit on, you know, fucking black women music that they make, that's not for. <laughs> clearly, it's not for me. So, um, but if we're just speaking on just music criticism, right, and how shit sounds, I felt like the album was extremely rushed. Um, it had highlights, it had moments, but I felt like she didn't really capitalize on some of those moments. You know, yeah. I feel it like, just came out. How what, what, what you want her to do? No, I'm just saying more so in the way the songs was constructed. Like some shit just sounded like, like it's okay to experiment with different types of sounds. I I, I love when people do that, but um, I, I don't know what direction she was really trying to go with this project. Like other albums, like I've seen, even though she said it's her debut album, it's not. Um, I've listened no, to I don't her. I think uh, it's her debut album. Right. She said that. Yeah, she said this is her debut album. And like, what, what, what was Fever? What was? So my whole thing is like, all right. So if you're gonna say this is your debut album after we've already heard like three or four projects from you, then I'm assuming that this is gonna be the one, right? This is gonna be the one that you feel the most confident about. So, because okay. of that notion, I'm expecting this shit to be flames. So. If I'm looking at the track list, I only like two songs on this album. I was gonna say, so you don't like Shots Fired? I like Shots Fired. And I like, you like Shots Fired. And I like What's New. Those are the only two songs I like. So, outside of run down the track it, list. Are you kidding me? Outside of the Savage remix, obviously. Um, all right, I'll, I'll give you. All right, so Shots Fired. I like that. I like that she started off the album straight to the point. Got, Fire. That, got that nigga out of here. <laughs> and uh, got him out of here real quick. Yeah, huh? real real quick. And then went on about her day. Um right. Circles was whatever. Cry baby. Uh, Cry baby is Cry cool. Baby, yes. Cry baby is cool, but I I prefer I prefer her other joint with the baby more. Which one? You know that fucking song. Um <laughs> I can't even think of that fucking song. Cash it. <laughs> yeah, cash it. There you go. <laughs> like cash it is much better like you know what i mean like that whole bop was just like you know what i mean that was a good okay. fucking song 
this song was like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. Um, do it on a dick. I ain't gonna mm. lie, I actually, I, I actually do kind of like that joint. <laughs> it was okay. I didn't really like it that much. I I felt like okay, Megan Thee Stallion and City Girls, like this shit is about to be fucking crazy, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like people and it didn't gra- really hit for me. Yeah, I feel like women are one. are gravitating more towards body than they are doing on the dick. Because body is it's just it's one of those getting ready, or you in the club, or you get ready to turn up, or you're out already turning up. Like that's the one. Yeah, and also maybe because it's a single too, so <laughs> it got a music video along with it, so people can just grasp to it a little bit more. But uh, and Sugar Baby, Sugar Baby was a good song. Sugar Baby like, was whatever. Niggas ain't gonna like Sugar Baby because she's talking about buy me this and buy me that, which niggas should be buying that shit. But that's not even my shit. issue with the song. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, that's her bag though. You know what I mean? Like that type of content is is shit that she's known for. You know, like right. talking her shit and. You know what I mean? As she should. Yeah. But yeah, like it didn't sound know. good. That's why I got, that's why you guys don't like Megan and Stoney. Why? Because she be in her bag and she be talking about, you know, like she's like I said, like me, I'm masculine. I'm a masculine woman. You gotta stop saying I, that. I <laughs> I feel like I am, and you, that's what you're just very assertive. Like that. You, guys don't like when you curse a lot. Guys don't like when you talk your shit. And you have your own ideas about shit. But that's not why. <laughs> but that's also not the reason why I'm saying I don't like this song. I love when Meg talk her shit. That's the reason why mm-hmm. I became a fan of her in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's just the song itself. Like, I'm like, all right, that's okay. Now what? <laughs> you know, it was just, it, the song, like, she wasn't really spitting, like, the way that she normally does. Like, and I think that was one of my she, biggest issues. What? That was one of my fucking biggest gripes with the album is that her fucking, even like some of her punchlines wasn't really punching the way they normally do. And I was like, oh, okay. Wow. I, I saw that set up. You know what I mean? Like she'll say a bar and then let me pull up the fucking lyrics to this song. That's, 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 that's sugar baby. Yeah. And don't stop. Mm, mm, just like that. Uh, uh, hey. <laughs> Don't stop. I like that one. Oh, you want to see my nails when they done? Shit, pay for them. Bar. Damn right. You can't have opinions <laughs> on no shit that you ain't paying for. That's a fact. A fact. All them high school mind games only work on needy bitches. Mm-hmm. Call yourself not okay. talking to me. I'm already calling my other nigga. I, I. Hey, hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> Okay, boy, I eat like a bad bitch. Kel on my salad, designer on my sheets. Boy, I sleep like a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. Thinking that he future, I'ma leave him in the past tense. Ooh, I like you that. Did, yes, and come I'm on. In my you're, book, you're, so you're I think the lyrics and no. you're like, that's not bars. Bar and, for I'm, and I'm in my book, so I think like a bad bitch. That was trash. He said, let's make a movie no. and nut it so quick, we made a story. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ass. All right. Because of the, no, first of all, because of the book. He tell, well, he tell people we not talking, no little nigga, you getting ignored. He texts asking, well, we, what are we? I'm like, you LOL, like I'm dead. Like, I, think all I'm these, <laughs> I think all these niggas stupid, but I still want the head. Ah. Yep, stupid. That's uh, what I want. 
I ain't playing nice for no. <laughs> I ain't playing nice for no fucking plane ticket. And I ain't coming over until I know how big your dick is. That's a correct. That's not correct though. <laughs> how, how do you, whatever. He can call me lame and he can get an attitude, but I still ain't doing nothing. I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Don't Facetime me in public because you don't know who the who I fuck with. I like that. Why are you asking why I'm playing when you know you got a girlfriend? Huh? I, wait. Okay, whatever. I'm too bad to be mad. I'm too sexy to be jealous. And I'm too fucking grown to be playing with these niggas. Hey. Because these niggas like act it. like bad bitches mm. in the club taking pictures. Other niggas sections taking seats from these bad bitches. Bad bitches. Now Oops. that's a fact because niggas be in the club sitting down. And don't got no bitches. Don't let the girls sit down. Like, we don't have our six inch, seven inch, eight inch fucking heels. Mm-hmm. These are to be looked at, not for a fucking stand on all damn night. So, this one move your ass, move out the way with your little flat shoes and stand up and let, let us ladies sit down. This song is trash. And I agree with what <laughs> you're saying. <laughs> if we go after that, uh, movie Willow Dirk is whatever. Uh, Freaky Girls featuring SZA I had high hopes for considering I liked it that song it wasn't was, a club song but I did like that I song I didn't like SZA on that song particularly um, gee, it just wasn't a good marriage um, Body I, I know what that's going to do in fucking parties so I mm-hmm. give that a pass um, What's New the best song on the fucking album um, Work That arguably no it's not arguably Ar- Arguably. It's not arguably. Uh arguably. Um, work that, whatever. Intercourse, eh. Go crazy. Yeah. Eh. I like that one. I like go crazy. You just you like, like two chains. You just love two chains. That's all I'm about to say. Yeah, two chains uh, and Megan. Come on, do you know you're Megan? I do. Come on. Don't rock me to sleep, ass. No, I didn't like that one. Outside. Mm. Savage remix with Savage Beyonce. Remix That's a cheat code. That. That's yeah. a cheat code. Girls in the Hood. I I never cared about that song. Oh my And gosh. the reason being is because I'm nigga. If you are gonna flip that sample, that Easy E sample, you gonna flip Boys in the Hood, then you better be on some other shit. And I felt like it was just cool. It was it was just cool at best. It's just like when she sampled fucking Tupac's uh, rather be a Nigga. Right. Like that song was terrible. Oh, you're you're kidding. You're B-I- a kid. B I T C H. That kidding. song. That song. Cause that's was, what you gonna call me when I'm tripping anyway. Hey. Man, it's, ah. it's it's not for you. Again, it's not for you. It's not gonna go like how you want it to go. It's for us. I look. It's for I know. I know that women like me. Like I'm not fucking down down to no niggas anytime soon. And why you wanna play with me? You know. Okay. I totally you understand. You know, it's a savage you met me. I totally okay. understand that, but what I'm saying, I'm only speaking in terms of how it, how the music sounds. Now, I'm not talking about the content. You know what I mean? The music mean? just doesn't sound. sound it, it doesn't sound. Good. Good. It doesn't sound, sound good, good to me. All right, well that's good. <laughs> I'm happy it did its job. All in all, I'm saying this about Megan Thee Stallion. I'm a huge fan of her. Um, I've loved a lot of her 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 previous projects, but this one. Um, I, I can do it out. Okay, but, so so sugar and fever did mm-hmm. it more for you. I love those. Is that projects. what you're trying to say? I love those projects. The whole thing, though, every single song. 
Um, I'm more of a fever guy. Um, Riller, fire. Hood rat shit, mm-hmm. fire. Pimping, yeah. fire. Cash it, fire. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, best you ever had was cool. Mm-hmm. Simon says, fire. Simon says, okay. hey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Money good, sex talk, big drink, running up freestyle. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 Some was a, of them, yes. That was Not a project. All of them. Again, it's been like I don't. Anytime anybody puts out, it could be it could be Wayne, it could be even uh freaking. Was like Carter part, part Five. Mm-hmm. I don't like every single song. You Carter bet, Four. You bet I don't not. Like it's every like single song. Carter Five you know had like thirty fucking songs. I don't like every single song, but for the most part, yeah, I fuck with it. It got it. It did its job. Yeah, and it did his job for sure, definitely. And that's what I'm saying. Good about news this album. definitely did the job. I feel like I feel like I can't say that about this album because I'm not a woman. Yeah. So, but that's why I'm calling you. So, oh, all okay. in all, all in all, <laughs> I'll say it like this: Shout out to Meg Thee Stallion. Shout um, out to Meg Thee Stallion. Come keep, on, keep Good putting news. out music. I just hope that uh, hashtag body yaddy 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 yaddy. Hey. Ah. <laughs> Hashtag twerk that cheek. <laughs> <laughs> all in all, man, I'm gonna end up switching the topic. Uh, so I'll end up talking to you uh, later. I know you're coming out this week, so we're gonna connect. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'll see you then. But thank you for fucking calling, not calling, answering. And um, yeah, I'll talk to you later. All right, talk to you later, man. All right, bye. Bye. So, Shout out Beezy, man. Um, so we're going to switch the topic real quick. Um, Gucci Mane and Jeezy battle happened um, this past Thursday. Now, I'm going to be real. Never really been the biggest fans of either. However, doesn't mean I never liked their music. You know, um, I was telling my homeboy that... Um, my main thing is with Gucci Mane in, in particularly in particular. Um that nigga got just way too much music and although I've liked a lot of the shit he put out, like, you know, in passing, I'd never know where to fucking really start with with Gucci. Um it's just too much music to consume, so I, I just never never jump into it. Jeezy, obviously Jeezy was always the more mainstream artist. Um, so his music was a little bit more uh I don't want to say accessible, but um, you probably heard his joints a lot more. Um, so when Jeezy played a lot of tracks, you know, in that battle, I it was it was I had more recept, reception to those songs. So um, a lot of my friends have all kind of stated that Jeezy won that battle um, on a music tip, but Gucci was more he had more of the presence and um some would even say more entertaining but uh it was a good battle nonetheless man salute to them i love the way it ended man i've I've never been a fan of violence um between you know between men between people in general um and especially with all the losses that we've had over the years with these um these rappers and these black men um it's good to see two people who have been in this beef for the last 15 years come together and um squash things although you know knowing the the, ramif- the ramifications of how of why they're they're you know why it was not good 
um, I understand both both sides. I understand Gucci's perspective. I understand Jeezy's perspective in that moment. Um, so what I'm going to end up doing is I'm going to get my boy on the phone who is, um, you know, he loves Gucci, man. And um, I guess he can speak a little bit more on why this was important, but also kind of speak to um, why he may be disappointed or appreciative of how it turned out. So I'm going to get him on the line soon. So there's rumors that 50 versus game is going to be um, not not necessarily that it's confirmed, but so there's rumors going around on 50 cent versus the game um, or their 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 versus battle. Um, that's something I'm definitely looking forward to. If it does come together, I'm I'm a fan of both music, um, not so much that some of the shit they do outside of music but um i think that would be actually a more entertaining battle uh in comparison to a 50 cent versus ja rule um and i think it's it's actually probably a just it's gonna be it's, it would probably be a closer battle between 50 and game than the 50 and ja a lot of people are saying that 50 would get ja out of here but i'm not the big believer of that in particular um i think that Ja Rule got a fucking immense number of fucking songs that he can put up against 50. But for the sake of um, the podcast, let's kind of go into a couple songs that I feel like Game could probably. um, Wait, so basically what they're saying is if they they do battle, if they do battle that (laughs) 50 said Game can't play any song with his voice on it. Um, oh, but if, if game get into this bag, it's gonna get a little spooky. My people out them chains, nigga. I mean, handcuffed. This will be a good first rounder just to get started. Put my hands up. Fuck you saying, bro? Cause I'm a black man in the phantom. Or is it cause my windows tinted car cost Starting off with Ali Boumaye would be fucking nuts, man. Cause your daughter fuck with me on spring break. Set the tone. Hey. I'm a fucking take spring break. Roll another one cause I'm winning. In my photo, looking real photogenic. Gentleman attire and dress. After this podcast is over, I'm going to play this whole fucking Jesus Peace album, man. Money getting low, pussy rate keep rising. Versace outfit cost me 3000 from the P houses, did it from the week hours, selling that chicken, no lemon pepper, no sweet and sour. First you get the power, then you get respect. I'm getting so much money, I can buy your bitch. Take it how you wanna. Yeah, that's that's a tough song to beat. Um, that's a very tough song to beat, man. Um, let me just play a 50 joint. Real quick. See, 50 going fifty can get into a G unit bag so he can get into the fucking mixtape shit. Um, and I think that's where but I mean game got mixtape shit too, but his his fifty is known as being one of the 
one of the real originators of how the mixtape game is or how it was before you know streaming and all that shit happened like giving like original fucking music on his on his projects with G-Unit um but let me tell you right now let me tell you right now man if 50 start off with this shit this is gonna be a long fucking day man <laughs> this would be fucking crazy if you started off with fucking back down, dog. It's easy to see when you look at me. If you look closely, fit me, don't back down. Everywhere I go, both coast for toast. East side, west side, I hold it. Back down. Every little nigga you see around me, hold a gun big enough to yeah, fuck. Yeah, man. See, but this would have been interesting to see 50 do this against Ja Rule in American Versus. Back down and could not coexist with the kid, must have ceased existing. Little nigga, now listen. Yo, mammy, yo, happy, that bitch you chasing, your little dirty ass kid. I fucking raise him. Your success is not yeah. enough. Yeah, man. I want to see 50 in game. I really do. Um, But that's neither here nor there right now. So hopefully that, that does happen. And um, you know what I mean. So let me call my boy real quick, man, and let's try to get this some 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 dialogue about this Gucci and Jeezy battle. Nigga, what's up, man? B Woods, man, you're on the podcast right now. What's the deal? Sound like you hopping, oh, out, hopping out the vehicle? Nah, 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 I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> what's good, man? Okay, so you are my trap insider. Okay, you know I, I appreciate the title. <laughs> you know I'm not really the the most knowledgeable of a lot of trap shit, so. Um, I look to you for guidance with that. So we're just going to get straight into it. Got so, you. Gucci and Jeezy, you was with me during that battle when we watched that battle on Thursday. Oh, yes. Yes, sir. And it was said that Jeezy, Jeezy won that battle. But can you speak to how you felt that battle went? And what was your expectations going into it, knowing what you know about that their history? Ah, it depends on what you were there for. Like, if you were there for, I guess, just songs, then yeah, I guess you could say Jeezy won. But like, if you were there for the streets, if you were there for like who really runs it musically in Atlanta, um, you know, holistically, I think you gotta give consideration to Gucci, man. Like, right. I think that's not a conversation you can have and easily write him off in that. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, I could definitely see people being mixed in their reactions on, you know, mm-hmm. who people thought should have won and who, and you know, realistically won. But, like, I'm like, man, if you really want to do the history, in my opinion, man, uh, Gucci just has records that, just permeate in a different way, man. Like, mm. yo, that Jeezy stuff, Jeezy's cuts are, like, timeless. Like, right. for that era, great. But Gucci just has stuff that's just, like, gosh. Mm-hmm. It just really is different, in my opinion. 
Do you like the way that battle ended? Um, with the so icy. Well, just the 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 truce in general, but yeah, the so icy too. Um, you know, like this wouldn't be versus if truth wasn't interjecting into it. Right. You know, you got to think about like there's no friction without the truth. I mean, there's just obviously the so icy and and um the issues that came up with that between them but like nah bro I think the truth takes something that was maybe not so known with that issue right. put it on front and it kind of just put it on front street man and yeah. uh you know GZ had beat the case on it so mm-hmm. he's like yo I'm gonna talk talk my talk right yeah man um and, oh and then so I see man it's it's People like entertainment to be linear. They like it to go from, you know, hey, happy ending and everything like that. So, I mean, it was good to see, like, yeah, seeing them both up there, seeing So Icy was, like, great. Like, I like that. Like, that's how, you know, it should have definitely ended. Um, It's just like, cool. Like, oh, we can just same space. Like, there's no issue. Right. Um. With that, like, we don't have to be buddy buddy, and no am I looking to communicate with you or, or, you know, any other thing for that matter. Like, it's just like, yo, same space. You stay on your side of the room, I stay on mine. Right. So what do you What do you think about people saying that Jeezy was dressed like an NBA street character? He was, man. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of a. Like, uh, I don't know if it's a, it's just like the wild leather jersey. Like, what are you doing? You look like a hood butcher. Like, to be honest, man, like, <laughs> just the leather, the leather jersey is crazy. Like, yo, I understand it was the BMF jersey and whatnot. Right. It just, just didn't have to be leather. And I'm like, you gonna do the headband, Gucci. I'm not even, I mean, not Gucci, Jeezy. Like, I'm not even, I'm even knocking you. Like, mm-hmm. just... And what and you know. and we was having a conversation about this prior, even when um, we were talking about how people felt like uh, Gucci was was acting like um, childish during it. And I want you to speak a little bit more to people have to realize that Gucci was the bigger man in that entire battle. For even yeah. showing up and participating in the first place, considering what happened between them. Yeah, man. Def- I, I mean, heck yeah. I think when someone makes assault on your life, and like we were kind of discussing, like, yo, allegedly, like, a, yeah, allegedly, it's a handful of things you can you can't walk back in this lifetime, and like a threat on someone's life is like, yo, like. That never, ever goes away. Mm-hmm. You can't clear that from the books. I mean, you can get over it. You can, yeah. you know, uh, try to mend the relationship. But, like, you can't, I don't know if you can 100% rectify that issue with mm-hmm. someone ever. I think there's always going to be some type of level of distrust there. There's always going to be some type of level of um angst towards the other person and i think just 
you know, when you consider those things, man, and you consider like, oh, man, if that goes left with, you know, the person who did that, mm-hmm. I'm not here. I'm not, you know, we're not even having this conversation. There's no beef. It's just over. What do you think this did for Gucci? Like, to finally, like, to get some of that shit off his chest. You know what I mean? Like, to be able I, to perform, like, his diss songs to that nigga in Magic City. And you then know what? truce it up at the end. Man, I, I think... I, I think it's just, like, yo, it's at home. Y'all both know what it is. Like, there's no running from it. I think sometimes when you can just get it off and it's like, hey... Other people can see, so, like, maybe you're doing a little bit of, I don't want to say character cleanup, but, like, other people can see, so people can realize, yo, I'm not the one just tripping, like, yo, I'm saying my piece is in front of the record, like, I ain't got nothing to hide, I don't have to go do, release some media that's on my terms, I'm gonna say it right here. Right. You know, that was great for Jeezy, like, I mean, not Jeezy, Gucci, um, that was great for Gucci. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it was like, yeah, we're heading this direction, but nah, bruh. Right. Like, don't think it's sweet by any means, man. Right, and, right, right. And that's what I think. You know, everyone wants a great linear story. Everyone wants, uh, hey, everyone's being the bigger person. Hey, we pieced it up. Let's go for it. Let's make a money move, all stuff like that. But as, you know, real people who go through real issues with others, like, Oh, sometimes you can't smooth over stuff. Sometimes you all just got to walk around it. Like, right. hey, I'm going my way. You go yours, man. And long as, you know, it goes, hey, if you don't start anything, there won't be anything. Like, right. That's right. the golden, golden rule that's been around for forever. So, nah. And that's the I energy think, I, I got. Think, from that. Yeah. Hmm? I was going to say. I don't think she's wild for that at all. No, hell no. I th- I, like the energy I got from it was exactly what you said. Like shit ain't sweet. Like don't think shit's sweet because like I'm up here doing this and you know I you know I accept your olive branch, but um, I think it was something that Gucci, especially in where he's going with his life mentally and like all the improvements he's been making, maybe that's just something he just really wanted to just bury for himself and just and just keep it pushing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but not harp on it or not uh, try to be buddy buddies with the nigga after that it's just like you know what let's do this shit we don't ever have to speak again but yeah i got my side off on you know this open public public platform bro like it's like yo i have nothing else to hide right all my feelings are made known and it kind of just puts the nail in it all however you want to move you know and and i think it's real like oh he played the true people like oh that was tacky I was like, CBS I that shit was like, <laughs> you gotta, you can't deny people like emotions, bro. Like just because something happens, it's like, oh, the natural reaction to this is for someone to be angry. The natural reaction to this is to be someone, someone to be hurt. So it's like, yeah, I can forgive you michael but i can also say screw you at the same time you know exactly like, yeah i could be like yo i want to forgive you but this does not feel good like f this but i understand this is for a bigger purpose right 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 or like there's internal conflict with myself giving you and you just happen to be here while i'm processing it out out aloud you know so mm-hmm. 
I can go a number of different ways. So not nah, like I don't think people are like, oh, Gucci, you know, tell you for this, tell you for that. And like I like I was kind of saying, like when when Jeezy was on Breakfast Club. It didn't sound like him and Gucci had talked face to face, had talked about the issue in its entirety. It right. seems like it's been piece for piece, and I'm just like, until you ever have a very transparent conversation with someone, like you can kind of forget alleviating any of the tension with the person. Like, right, poking at the issue doesn't help it. Like going through and trying to seek resolution with that issue. And, and you know, trying to rectify what the person does. So, right. It just sounded like there was a lot of uh, poking and prodding mm-hmm. of it, you know, without laying out all the things on the table. And right. once you lay out everything on the table, you can say, hey, bro, like, we don't have to ever talk, do this again. And you can go your separate ways, but I do think, you know, you do need to lay everything out, out in its entirety say what y'all have to say in private and you know and keep it pushing we'll see the public yeah and we'll see the public manifestation of how that conversation goes without them ever having to say yeah don't worry about it shout out gucci man shout out jeezy man that was a fucking um that was definitely probably the best verses um so oh far. yeah it, it was so authentic man like right. you want to talk about like Two rivaling, rivaling camps, like, mm-hmm. bruh, like, that is what Versus is supposed to be about. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there's not many rivalries like that left in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, there are, but this one's kind of story, man. This is a good transition. Now, this is a very good transition, but I, you can uh, you can finish your, your 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 point. No, no, no. This one's just kind of story, like. Usually don't get updates to you know story things in hip hop going through different generations of music like right. this obviously happened earlier two thousands man and here we are in, in twenty twenty and like hey this is a full blown conversation this is a full blown event and even people who maybe weren't born at that time or maybe weren't as locked in as with Gucci or Jeezy at mm-hmm. the time. Like, I think they got a kind of a real glimpse mm-hmm. of how um, all that operated, mm-hmm. kind of some of the feelings that were there, and that, you know, hey, sometimes time doesn't heal all wounds in the time you think it should. Like, sometimes it'll be right back in your face mm-hmm. if you go to look at it again. So, right. it, it was an amazing battle. Amazing, amazing, amazing battle. That was my transition for uh, my last point. I want to, because you know, you can get back to what you were doing. But um, so there's rumblings about Fifty versus Game because they both agreed to do it, or or not even necessarily agreed to do it, but said that they would do it against each other. Um, uh. <laughs> and you know what I mean. I, I'm this one. This one I'm a, I'm a lot more familiar with. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Game's music and big fan of Fifty's music. Not so much a fan of the, the shit they do outside of the music, but um, this will be a really good fucking battle. Actually, I feel like it will be a better battle than Fifty versus Ja. And it might even be a closer battle. You know, you got you gotta explain, man, because Fifty Cent's 
discography goes from really extremely top heavy to mm-hmm. like things that are on Power of the Dollar, um, mm-hmm. Fifty Cent of the Future, G Unit Radio, right? Like mixtape joints. Um, yeah, but even the, even you the get to a lot of mixtape mixtape joints, and like that's the juxtaposition of his catalog is mm-hmm. super duper commercial in your face as successful as a rapper can be right commercially versus like some real street classics yeah yeah and you might be living the things you're talking about right and that's the thing with 50 cent it's where do you gauge those in but in a competition with game where someone who who almost merges like hey my commercialism is like my streetness, you know. Like, right. I think that's why. I think that's why it would be a good battle, though, because of how authentic both of their catalogs is when it comes to the street shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And how it does merge, like you know, because Game made a lot of street shit that translated into a, uh, you know, the fucking mainstream shit. But I don't think if Fifty went against Game, I don't feel like he would play any of his real like pop shit besides probably like in the club because that's a fucking automatic w <laughs> no matter no, what no, no. no matter yeah, what game yeah. plays it is it's for sure but it's like you're saying Piggy's not gonna play this pop stuff like this is stuff he's won awards for like this is stuff like that nigga better not play ao technology bro against <laughs> the game I, bro i shake you shake it i'm moving whatever the hell you're saying in that joint i don't want to hear it, but he <laughs> might just drop it like you know you're gonna hit justin timberlake like a little a little was on it, bro. I don't want to hear it, but he's earned it, man. Like, what other rapper in the 50 Cent realm has the feature with Justin Timberlake, who's relevant then? And I mean, you know, I have maybe a couple hiccups musically now, but it's semi relevant now. Let's call a spade a spade. Do 50 play Candy Shop <laughs> while staring at this nigga? Nah, bro. You can't stare I at this nigga before Candy Shop, bro. Candy Shop. I don't want to hear whoa, 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 whoa. I don't want to hear anything. You don't want. You don't want to hear just a little bit. He's play, he's playing just. A, he's playing. He's playing just a little bit. I want to hear heat, Michael. <laughs> this nigga want to hear back I wanna, now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear holding your back on G Unit Radio. <laughs> that nigga said, "I want to hear. I, I'm supposed to die tonight." <laughs> I want to hear if you gonna play something like that. I want to hear like I know you don't love me. Oh my god, Ryder music. Oh my lord, but he ain't gonna play that shit. Dog, like you, you missing out on the biggest hit ever is the him and Joe track. Right. Yeah, that, I want to get know, that nigga can play a lot of his, even like the G Unit commercial shit that he was on. You know what I mean? The nigga playing some of the shit with Young Buck and Lloyd Banks. Uh, yeah, man. Like that's yeah, man. You play I get money. That's a dub. That's hard. That's hard to go against. That's hard to go against. Straight to the bank, dog. <laughs> that's hard to mean? go against, man. Yeah, but I'm telling you, depending on how fifty play, he can make it your day long. But do enough people know about those songs to make it? A distinctive win for him, or distinctive like ah, that song's better than games. 
Especially with 50 saying if he do a game, can't play any of the songs with his voice on it. Which is a fair. It's fair. Because how, who do you give the point to if both of them niggas are on the song? You know what I mean? If if they both wash those records, then, oh, I guess a little. Do you, it takes away the ones I would give to game. It takes away his for sure, some of his for sure, for sure, for sure points. Like, yeah. Ali Boumaier is a point. Oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> That's a fucking point, that, bro. Duh. That church album. Jesus Peace? Yeah. Oh, man. Man, <laughs> Jesus Peace. Depending on what you play off that, man. That'd make 50. Man, is 50 going to play? You know I got it by my deep. Oh, man, I got it. Damn. Uh, Game can't even yeah. play fucking West Side Story. He can't even play, like, the fucking Hate It or Love It. Like, those are supposed to be, like, automatic points. Um, That's what I'm saying. If he takes, with that, if he takes a lot of his easy automatic points away from him, which I'm like, just because you got the artillery to go, you know, the full 20, mm-hmm. it's like, is it fair for like you to try to handcuff your opponent? Mm-hmm. That's because it kind of feel like how it is. It's like, yo, I got enough to shoot you for forty, right? But to make sure you, I'm gonna take these off the board. Who wins with "I want to get to know you" versus "All That Lady"? Man. <laughs> yeah. Man, man, like you, you can make the argument that game makes a lot of good ass, like good tracks for the women, like in comparison. To no, people. no, no, no. He definitely will find his lay on to something, um, and like have no business there and do well. Like I even think about songs like Celebration mm-hmm. for Chris Brown, and like he did great on that. Uh, I gotta give it. To, I want to get to know you, like. Mm-hmm. Duh, that song. If you were just outside, just anything, bro, that, that comes on, man. That, that's that's uh, tough to beat, man. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, yo, man. Oh, man, that's just a tough song to beat. I put it like that, Mike. There's, there's no way around that song. Like, right. Like, you know, lady, but nah, man. Um, that nigga play on me with K dot. Um, dreams, like. See, do we play crack music with Kanye? I don't know, bro. Like that's the thing is the game as well. He has a lot of joints. And if you're not a game fan, some of those joints might go unnoticed, if that makes sense. I think that's the same thing with 50, though. Because if 50 play a lot of the G-Unit fucking uh, mixtape shit, like, it's going to be I think people that don't I think 50 has know. more passing car uh, playability. Like, if someone has their window rolled down and you hear someone passing, like, there's an extreme higher chance that, to me, that that song might have been, like, a 50 Cent song during mm-hmm. his 20, you know, versus game. And that's, you know, kind of what I, I speak to, too, is, like, Dane has, like, great songs where he's, a, like, an amazing fit on the track. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. 
but he'll be an amazing fit on the track with artists who he's cool with. It'll be like a Ty Dolla Chris Brown, like, okay, and mm-hmm. you're not reaching very far, you know? Exactly. For these collaborations, so it doesn't, you don't really get me, like, cross-branding with fans or anything like that. So, like, that's the thing with game, like, he kills it in his arena. It does really well with, like, a J305. Like, anybody West Coast, it seems like he just really excels and can change his style to do that. But I think he just comes with a little bit of a regional bias. And um, mainly it's like, yo, if you can tolerate his character. I know a lot of people are turned off by game and uh, a lot of his antics that seem to you know, pop up here and there. Some days he's playing on some days, you know, just trying to talk that talk. So, right. I, I don't know, man. I, I think it's an interesting battle because how both of them are. Like, mm-hmm. I've seen 50 do clownish stuff. I've seen game do clownish stuff. Which to me always affects their music. It's like, okay, you were talking, once talking this, you're doing this. Where does this leave us now? But I don't know. I feel like, I feel like a lot of their music, what they make, especially like, like the classic shit, you know, you got the documentary, you got Get Rich or Die Trying, you got The Massacre, you got Doctor's Advocate, you know, like those those first two joints, well, even though some people would say The Massacre was not a, a good 50 album, um, I'm a big fan. People? People? Yeah, people, people have said that album was not that good. I personally think 50s first three in general were fucking great. Like, Curtis is one of my favorite albums. You know what I mean? So, I was off the 50 Cent train by the time Curtis rolled around. Mm-hmm. But, Massacre to me had, um, it didn't have as many commercial, well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because Get Rich or Die Trying, I don't think, do you consider that a commercial album, or do you consider that something that was street? That, that was no, commercial? that was something that was street that cop, but it also had the stamp of Eminem and Dr. Dre, who was at the fucking top of the game at the moment. So, like, um, but it was definitely a street album. I don't consider that. Get Rich or Die Trying is his most street album. You know what I mean? Um, the master street, street like commercial album because like sometimes you say album, I'll be like, okay, Power of the Dollar, like this is fifty cent. Right. Um, I think like. Mainstream album, I mean. Yeah, okay. I think projects are pretty dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about mainstream projects. So, because Get Rich, like, it's just the whole shit. Like, even the fucking, uh, like, In the Club, it's a pop record, but it don't sound like a pop record. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's a a song you can can see a bunch of white people dancing to, you know, bumping in their parties, but you also can see a bunch of hood-ass niggas playing that shit, and they fucking shit. You know what I mean? Man, it, it, yeah, man, and I think that's just—I mean, I think you just like you said—it kind of speaks to um, a Dr. Dre and just when he comes out with something and he blesses you with a signature beat, like how that beat is so transformative, where it can shut the hip hop and rap box, right? But you know, it, it's so much bigger than that, where it grows into pop, so. No, I, I, you know, I can agree because, like you said, um, it's many men, it's heat on there, which oh is like one God. of my top, top, top <laughs> favorite 50 songs. And oh my lord, man! No, it's gonna get a little, it's gonna get a little dangerous when 50 get into his, uh, like that rounds, rounds 14 to 20. Like it's gonna get a little tough. 
for game when he gets into those get rich or die trying tracks. You don't think he's going to sprinkle those through? I think that's how he keeps game on the ropes the whole yeah. time. You just, sprinkle, you just sprinkle get rich or die trying through everything. Yeah, well, I think I the most. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I'll just take like five or six tracks and just make your day long, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think in closing, I think the um, the the most entertaining part or the thing I would probably look forward to the most on, like if this was to happen, would probably be like the dialogue and the stories behind um, the creation of like the documentary. And if they can finally admit to if this was originally a 50 album that they gave to game. Um, you know what? I, I don't think you're ever going to get the answer to that question mm-hmm. because then that really challenges the legitimacy of game at that point you know like if you say hey my arguably my best album ever my debut album was a cans joint for you that just move and you know we came through and tapered it here moved a couple things around here maybe made it sound a little bit more like me you know, put my spin on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't think Game's ever gonna admit to something like that. And I don't think that I don't. I, I honestly don't think that it would do anything to Game, though. The reason I say that is because of the fact that he did the the Doctor's Advocate. When the whole notion of that album was, I'm doing this without Fifty. I'm doing this without Dre. Like I'm doing this solo. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, man. But that's the thing is with the documentary is. Okay, when people want to say, like, yo, is it a Cans album? Like, I don't want to say it's Cans, but there's definitely, um, like, templates. There mm-hmm. were templates written for it. Like, some of those, like, I have to think that a lot of that Dr. Dre production, um, like, I'm just thinking about, like, put you on the game. I'm like, that's, to me, that was outside the game's wheelhouse before I heard that. Right. You know, I'm telling you that whole album sound like, like, uh, like Get Rich or Die Try and B sides. With the I exception, I don't want to say that. Well, maybe because it's the game and it feels a little bit more authentic with mm. the West Coast influence. But I don't know if it's B sides or if it's like joint Dre had gave to fifty. Maybe they didn't pan out, but I don't want to call them B-sides. I think those were just like, uh, just little things like Dre was like, yo, I want to turn this into something. Yo, let me see what you do to it. Ah, mm, give it back. Nah, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think, like I said, if Phil, that album, and it's not a knock to game, is really just a testament to how big Dr. Dre's production is. Hey, are you saying it felt a little plug and play at the end of the day? I felt like a lot of those records, it sounded like um, that Dr. Dre maybe have, you know, he, he does his shit on the production shit, but I feel like he made a certain sound for 50 that was very polished. And I feel like he probably made a lot of those joints. 450 and then it was like maybe the production in itself not not the actual uh even some of the songwriting outside of games versus i'm saying more so like the hooks you know what i mean like obviously 50 was on some of the damn hooks but it felt no. it, yeah go ahead. no no so, because I, i'm thinking of things like higher 
and like, put your, like I'm trying to think of things that are upbeat that are you know things that that would do well for 50 you know mm-hmm. I don't think 50 right now you know rapping over start my life from scratch that sounded like a game gonna, song what'd you say that sounded like a game song like that is like yeah yeah that I but you know start from scratch versus what, many men but many men's gonna win that um just because of what it did for the culture but um I don't know man like I, I don't know and that's what I'm saying like I don't think it's uh necessarily there I don't think they were 50 tracks I mm. think they were Dr. Dre tracks mm-hmm. with a ton of template to them with a ton of hey do this here or do something here mm-hmm. that he really had the song structured he threw them to 50 maybe that's, 50. What, that's what I was saying yeah 50 tried to do this thing on him and like maybe dre adopted maybe 10 or 15 percent of what 50 did right mm-hmm. it's like ah that wasn't bad but nah i'm gonna get these and maybe gave it to game and collectively between those three gets it done um yeah i could see that bro like i could see dr dre just as he has done with so many productions Mm-hmm. Casting it out there, then reeling it back in, like mm-hmm. a fishing rod. Like, right? <laughs> it's what do you do? It's Doctor J. <laughs> no, um, I'm taking it. Uh, it ain't good enough for him, and sure it ain't good enough. Ain't good enough for me. Right, <laughs> I right, guess. Right. Well, shit, man. If that do happen, man, I'm definitely gonna be tuned in. Um, definitely a fan of both of their early work. Um, I think Game had a more relevant musical career going, like as far as longevity. Um, but not. Oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not, not saying. I'm know, not saying not so more top, relevant like as said, an artist. Yeah, just, just more consistent. You know, um, Game don't really have any bad albums. Like he got a couple joints that was like, ah, but I've never heard a bad Game album. You know what I mean? He makes great no. albums, but there are some bad fifty albums. Oh no, for sure. Game is always gonna give you. Just because, like, he's a talented rapper. Right. Like, at the end of the day, he, I, I, to me, he's a better rapper than 50 Cent. Right. For sure. Like, so he's always going to give you a puncher's chance on an album, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, but, I'm at least going to be able to rap my way through some of this. Now, influence is just <laughs> fucking next level. You know what I mean? His, you can go, you can go back to some of those G Unit, like, not G Unit, uh, like Lloyd Banks, um, first album and um like young bucks first album hell that nigga got tony yato to fucking pop with so sophisticated <laughs> man bro like, a billboard joint like uh and, and that's why like at the time there was such star power behind 50 right. and that's why it's so hard i think for a game that's why yeah and that's why i don't like 50 saying like hey don't play anything with my with my voice on it because it's like yo man your songs are so dense they're so top heavy they ran trl they ran so many things at the time Mm -hmm. it's like bro you don't need to be afraid for these like these are unshakable in the club no matter what What game game track (laughs) game puts up 
it's not going to be enough to beat that song in the club just on um relevancy and just the influence or just like just the legacy of that song that shit is like it might be a top 50 hip-hop song of all time it's on now that's what i call music like 23 (laughs) or something bro like (laughs) when songs make it to those levels like they absolutely (laughs) eradicated the billboard and it's just like this is now a, a karaoke <laughs> joint, man. Like they make a kids, did this they is, make a kids pop version mm-hmm. of that song? I'm sure they did. Yeah, no, they for sure lace lace fifty cent with the kids bop, man. <laughs> thought they wasn't. Hey, a like, kids bop in the club is fucking insane. <laughs> Dog in the kids club, they definitely dropped that for him, bro. Oh my that's, god, man. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, though. 50 Cent does not need to take that route of don't play anything with my voice in it. If you want this to be a good battle, give let Game have those tracks, man. It's going to make the music that much better. The streams are going to go up for both of y'all mm-hmm. on that. You know, yeah. you and Game can trade insults because, you know, that's what they want to do. Yeah. And, and you They're know. both petty. They're both mad petty. Oh man, they're the petty, petty kings. Two people I would, <laughs> two people that would just annoy you. Like I don't even care about whatever you're trying to do to me. Like, bro, like you haven't <laughs> talked about me in 15 months, really? Right, just troll <laughs> levels, man. Fucking... Yeah, like, bro, what? bro, why am I seeing my name <laughs> mentioned in trending topics on a Wednesday? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, bro. but yeah, man, for sure. Uh, Good looking on fucking answering the call, man. Um, I'm about to probably try to wrap this shit up soon. <laughs> I'm just sitting here in this fucking room by myself recording this shit. This was a tough episode to record by myself, by the way. So. Nah, man. <laughs> we though no, we got to get into that Rockefeller what? episode, but that might have to be like a specialty episode. Oh, what Rockefeller? Oh, um, we were talking about uh, what meant just meant more. What who what record label? Has meant more to the culture. Mm. We can do that. Th- we can do that. We can do like a. Um, I think we do. We do a panel on that. No, no, for sure. We could do like a like that would be like a bonus episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's let's put a panel together. Okay. With that, Mike, give it like a week or two. Like, mm-hmm. ask whoever you want. Do not ask no fucking contrarians, bro. <laughs> ask niggas that's gonna be logical about man. <laughs> I hate it, nigga. Do not ask no fucking contraries. Ask people who are knowledgeable about mm. shit. Yeah. Who can see some nuance with it and, and let's set it up. I don't want to speak to people who are <laughs> doing shit for shock value, bro, right. or just to buck <laughs> the system. Like, no, nigga. You're right. Okay, well, uh, I'm definitely going to check out. I'm going to hit up a couple people and see what the fuck they what they on for that topic. So, yeah, we'll, we'll link up for that. We'll, we'll see out. Get this shit going. Actually, we can record that shit at my crib, too. I got that couch coming. Um, All right, yeah, I week, say so. do this. Put your phone one out. Give it a week or two. Be like, hey, thanks. And then just throw somebody, you know, just throw them the bonus one. And, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And then that gives someone, you know, something a little bit more dense. 
mm-hmm. you end your season off with and why you formulate on what you want to do with season two. Right. And yeah, it so. puts uh you don't you don't have to put so much um effort into it. <laughs> yeah, 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 because it'll, you're it'll be carried by by multiple people. So. Right. For sure. Well, that sounds like a good idea to me, man. I appreciate you answering. Um, but we're gonna link though. Definitely so, bro. All right, bro. You stay. You stay good. All right, then, man. You too. All right. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> I didn't expect neither one of those calls to go as long as they did, but shout out, uh, BZ, shout out, Brandon. Uh, my motherfucking computer is acting weird. But <clears throat> in closing <laughs> with this um, episode, man, because I'm about to fucking go lay my ass down. Go lay down as I'm sitting on my bed. <laughs> um, but uh, last thing I want to say is, um, oh, and by the way, man, um, I promise to God. I promise to God, I, that <laughs> the end of the last episode, I had like six minutes of fucking air horns going crazy. For I don't know what the hell that was about. I think that was like a, it was something wrong with the editing on that one. But uh, somehow that ended up happening. So <laughs> for those of you that sat there through the six minutes of fucking air horns, man, salute to you, man. But uh, that was a mistake. Um, But yeah. Uh, just a reminder, season one is going to cap off at episode 20. So that's um, uh, a couple of days before my 31st birthday. And um, I will resume season two um, two weeks later. So I'm going to take a two week break when that time comes. But that's neither here nor there about that. But um, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about, you know, some of the plans I have for it and things that I've been conjuring up behind the scenes on it and um it should be very 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 fucking cool and special for you guys so um also merch um i am working on merch ideas so um you know when i finalize the you know everything behind that i will put out that information for that but that's gonna happen when it happens um but thank you guys for fucking just continuously listening man um, fucking air horns for me, man. I got to a thousand fucking, um, a thousand downloads, man. And, you know, for some people that may not seem like a lot, but for me, that, nigga, that's a thousand listens <laughs> for this fucking podcast. So that's, that's, that's pretty fucking cool, man. And, um, yeah, you guys, man, please continue to share and like, subscribe, all that good shit. Um, tell your folks, um, about this podcast if you fuck with it. And um, I'm going to try to keep getting better at it. I'm going to try to keep, you know, formulating my mind what direction I want to take in and how I want to improve on it. So if you have any feedback that you want to give me, please let me know. You know, send me messages. Some of you guys have already done it. You know, you'll send me a quick text message. And, um, yeah, man. So very, very, very appreciative of you guys. Um, until next time, this has been the If I Let You Tell the Podcast, episode 14. We'll be back next week. Um with some special guests so uh yeah see you guys soon all right peace uh i know you like my style uh you like how i break it down i know you like my style uh you like how i break it down i know you like my style uh you like how i break it down
Wanna get rich, I show you how Wanna get rich, I show you how On your market set, let's go Switch the flow, teach you how to turn Yeah, yo, win the dough The original Don Dada, nobody bomb harder They heard what I said, boy, I'm hot, I'm hot They heard what they say He's so crazy, the snitches, they say He tried to spray me, but that's what you get For trying to play me The aftermath of my rap is so shady No matter how hard you try, you can't stop it I'll catch a shot in the middle, the cool cockpit If you a pimp, why you hold it? Out of pocket, run, find out how much.